The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. What up, what up, what's going on, what's going on? Uh, this is uh, Two Cents. Welcome to Two Cents, where we talk about any and everything and give our two cents. Uh, you know, uh, as I mentioned earlier on the uh, on the locker room, I want to, you know, definitely send uh, prayers up for uh, Ricky Rose. I just read an uh, update on him that it's a machine that's basically, you know, keeping him alive at this point, working as his heart and lungs. So, you know, um, it's not good news, but, you know, he's... Uh, we still we still rolling with us, you know what I'm saying? For now, and I, we just don't want to hear uh, any um, any untimely um, you know demise news or anything like that. So definitely prayers up for that. Uh, you know, today's shows a good, pretty good one. You know, I had had a couple things happen in you know in the world um, this week, or more so, uh, I would say America, but the impact that it does have. Of course, gun control. Uh, uh, Stores finally having, you know, having, you know, having, you know, the will that are now willing to do uh, whatever they can to help out with these kids being shot, you know. So, um, what, um, so, 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 you know, without further ado, you know, let me get, uh, let me get Sugar Booger on the, on the show and then, you know, we'll get right into this. Yo, Sugar, what up? Shit, shit, shit. Um, just dropped the damn phone. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I was saying, you know, to the audience that, you know, um, yeah, Rick Ross, uh, I just read the, the update on him, you know, he's, uh, is, um, he's, he's living by, uh, living on a prayer basically, you know what I'm saying? And it's, uh, it's not anything we want to hear. And I'm hoping that while, again, while we do this show that we don't hear anything else, um, it's, 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 you know, it's sad and it's very unfortunate to, to go, to go through. You never again. You never know when that when that time will be. I mean, he's been heavy for a very you know, it's heavy for a lot of years, and you know, try to get small. So, um, you know, that's why we have to be cautious on what we do to our hearts and like how we, um, you know, how we treat ourselves and you know what we, you know, what we do. But yeah, you know, we trying to <laughs> we all trying to live as long as we can to see our you know our, our, our babies and grow up and and all that, but. Um, yeah, so, um, what, uh, what I want to get into first is, uh, you know, I saw that Walmart and, uh, Dick Sporting Goods decided that they were going to ban the sale of assault rifles, which I thought was, um, very commendable, you know, with everything oh. that's been going on. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I, I just wanted to know, do you feel like, you know, they're going, this is like going in a, in like a good the a right direction will this be bad for the businesses do they even care but yeah yeah what was your what was your um, thoughts on that um chuck i think that's a, I, I think that's the way to go 
you know, um, they're in the right direction. The majority of these shootings that are happening with, you know, young, you know, younger kids and things like that, and it needs to be made harder to be able to purchase, you know, any type of firearm, you know. So, you know, I, I think it's good. But for their business, I don't know. I mean, do they make most of their money off of firearms? Probably not, so it probably won't hurt them, you know. Uh, <laughs> won't hurt at all, you know, the Walmart and uh, I think it was Dix as well. Dix changed the age and, you know, people are all along. tussle going on back and forth verbally really social uh, social media and even in the actual media with the nra members of the nra and folks that are supporters of having guns <laughs> how they feel about um <laughs> they say i feel like their second amendment is being revoked um your second amendment does not guarantee you to, to have an assault rifle you can still have guns that's my that's my stance on it i don't you know you can have guns but why um you know why is it why is it why do you need an ar-15 if we're not going to war you know that is that gun is designed for mass killings you know what i'm saying to kill people kill the most people in the shortest amount of time and um what possible what possible way could you justify that you know that you have to have one you know what i'm saying like
These, um, you know, us with, uh, I don't know, we have this fascination with guns. Um, me, again, I, I didn't grow up around, I didn't grow up around guns, so I don't have, like, this innate, innate love to just have a gun. I didn't grow up in, this, in an area where I had to use one to defend myself, and I can understand those that do. But, again, you know, everything... There's a love for this shit, like for so, like for you know, not even picking on the people of New Orleans. Of the people, a lot of so many people of New Orleans have lost their children, their babies, fathers, mothers, with like AK-47s in the street. You know what I'm saying? Like just gunned down, and it's um, mm-hmm. it's and it's unfortunate. Chicago, same thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Compton, a uh, lot, a lot of areas really, and you know, and I think that it's. I, I, I think it's great that the response came for Parkland and um, that the, it garnered so much media attention that now something is to be done. But, you know, our com- our communities have been going through this shit for the longest. You know what I'm saying? And like more deaths than any. And that's like it kind of plays into the NRA's, um, you know, I wouldn't say their excuse. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll talk about like they they'll bring up the deaths that happened in Chicago and uh-huh. try to you know justify that with you know the amount of school shooting. But it's unfair. Uh, you know it's un- it's, un- you know, it's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? You going you're you you're going to kill where you kill where it's convenient. You know you're going to kill within your you know like community and like black there's a you there's a trap you know designed on whether by the government or whoever. To have, you know, so I mean, how do those guns get into those inner cities? You know what I'm saying? Like, where are the people with money? Because these inner cities, you know, they're not, they're, they're known or are given the perception that they don't have much money. So, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. Some, you know, I'm a gun owner and I, I know what I have versus what you Yeah, it's still, you know, these are illegal. Um, so this so so now you have illegal firearms that are then taken into there, though. That's an abundance of that because these are a lot of guns, and these people are been, you know, like it's a just a you know it's a it's a uh, drug war, gang war. Um, it's just overall chaos that you see and you hear a lot of times that people try to get out. You know, um, it's it's. For those that don't have to experience, myself included, you know, that don't have to experience being in an era where you feel terrorized every time you leave out the house, you're unsure if you're going to make it home. And it's um, it's very sad because these are young kids and you're like, you know, Trump wanted to in the beginning, he wanted to go in with tanks and stuff and try to get the guards, you know, National Guard to go into Chicago to claim like the like to really just shut down shit like kill to kill people basically it's really what that is you know um you know you say you're going to target gang leaders and and all of that but i don't feel that you know i feel like you're 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 that's a profile you know what i'm saying it's like racially profiling you know and um i don't know, I know we got more i mean we got one issue toppling another and then one and then for some people one issue cancels out another and i i don't know we have we we as a people have to come to you know 
come to some kind of understanding of like how 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 can we fix this how can this be fixed um yeah so uh what's but i find it man whether it's bad for business or not i think it's good to show somebody had to start it um as far as like banning assault assault rifles and maybe you know those that own that own guns in stores that own a gun shop will see this and maybe they'll ban you know assault weapons so i feel like it's a very good um it's a very good move um going going forward so we're just gonna keep, uh, you know, keep hoping that things will that something will come of of this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. All you know. So so other other news I was reading today. Um, Best Buy. You know, like when you go into a Best Buy, they have that section where they have like iPhones or they have Galaxies. Like Best Buy is gonna be shutting down mobile stores inside um, Best Buys. Will. So my yeah. my question to uh, my question to you is: Will that be like the the thing? This maybe the straw that broke the camel's back for Best Buy to be forced to go out of business, kind of like uh, Circuit City. I think they will eventually be forced to go out of business. I'm noticing a lot of a lot of stores are somehow shut down. You know, going out of business. Uh, what is it? Uh, Kmart shut down. Uh, Walmart shut down. I mean, I'm. I'm an advocate for, uh, you know, um, for Amazon I, any day. So, um, losing Best Buy won't hurt. I, I go into. I've gone into Best Buy probably once a year, and that's normally around like holidays or if I'm with somebody that had to go to Best Buy themselves. But I don't really, uh, you know, dabble in Best Buy. Yeah, I haven't been in it in years. I went one time since I moved back to the state, and that was four years ago, and I bought the TV there, and that was it. I had yet to, uh, and I found it cheaper to, you know, go to the local state businesses. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not, they're big, but it's just in the state, you know what I mean? So I, I found, I, I would go there. And, you know, nowadays, that's why it's kind of far anyway for me, you know. So, uh, I'm 
Best Buy was like the spot where we used to go in the military, me, Jeff, Ashton, and everybody. Yeah. We, we would go there for, uh, you know, that. Every, we used to all ride out there and get, like, I, I would get CDs. That was just about me getting them classic CDs that my daddy had, you know, um, like a bunch of funk CDs and, you know, shit like that. Uh, sometimes you might go there to get you a nice, you know, nice TV set. Um, but for the most part, I. Yeah, I don't have like an everyday need to go to Best Buy. Um, yeah, between between Walmart and Amazon. Um, yeah, I've, and Amazon is roughly you know expanding itself. Their their services and and they're gonna put more people out of business and somebody's gonna lose their job based off of what they're creating. And um, I feel like Best Buy is like you know we're getting to that point. What are they gonna need them for? Uh, Geek Squad might be might be handy, but I don't know about the rest of them. Yeah, they did, cause they didn't even fix my damn hard drive. I needed that hard drive fixed, and they they couldn't fix it. But it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So this um, bus size uh, asteroid is supposed to pass by Earth tomorrow, and uh, just I was just thinking, you know, let's just say for whatever reason, you know, an asteroid were to let's just say were to hit, and of course to hit the Earth, I would say, what would you do if you knew you had twenty four hours uh, <laughs> to live? You know, like what the, uh, you know what. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the things you would prob probably do? Uh, I probably lose my damn mind. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I would hope I came close. I guess be like, well, this the end, y'all. Um, if I knew it was officially officially be the end, I'd probably do something that I always wanted to do. You know, maybe rob a store. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, just in case it didn't end, I wouldn't do something to get me in jail. Um, I think so. I just do something about everything I would do. Yeah. You know, hey. Go out with a big bang, throw a big old party. You know, it's our last day on Earth. Let's party, get drunk, pour up, whatever. An asteroid party. Huh? So we having you having an asteroid party? Hell yeah! Yes, we got parties, you know. Those days, you know, you used to have parties. Yeah, hurricane parties, or you know, stuff like that. It's gonna be the last day on Earth. Well, hell, let's do it big. Yeah. Um, twenty-four hours to live, me. Uh, there, there's no such thing as robbing. It's like the night of the purge for, you know, basically, because what are you not able to take it with you? So whatever you got, I'm going out with it. You know, um, I'm going to, uh, yeah, eat all my favorite foods. No, no, uh, no fear of the diet. Drink, drink what I, drink what I want to drink. Spend it with the people I love. Make sure I tell the ones I truly care for that I love them. Um, just, you know, just really, uh, really, really um, let it let it be known. Hey, this is this is what I'm, you know, we're going out with it. We're going out with a bang, like you said. But 24 hours, that, you know, it's, um, I mean, your mind's going to go into shock in a sense. Like, wow, this is it. You don't know what to expect on the other side. So... You, who knows what you might do? You might, yeah, you get. You say you might robbing somebody. Who knows what you're going to do? It's going to be total chaos. It's really what it would be. 
It would be totally so you can pull it and you're gonna piss off in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it's total it'll be total chaos. So, um Yeah, what else happened? So Delta Air I mean, you know, we were talking earlier about the NRA. Delta Airlines cut ties with the with the NRA. Um so do you feel like for funding cuts will stop gun violence in your opinion or is this just uh is this a media story for now it's not gonna stop anything i mean i think uh because of how i guess the, the nra is you know i think there's a reason why they're cutting the nra maybe how they're handling this whole situation you know these uh mass shootings and stuff is probably why you know, they're disassociating themselves from the NRA. Not necessarily meaning it's going to stop gun violence, but they are actually, you know, taking a step back and saying, you know, why would we support, uh, uh, you know, these people? You know, this is happening and this is going on. You know, so um, I think that uh, it's, a, it's probably a smart move on their end. You know, that it, it probably is. Delta don't deal with just the U.S. They all over the world. So don't get it twisted. They're not going to lose out on anything. <laughs> You know, they're not going to lose out on anything. Just think if they were to, you know, say, hey, we're going to stand by NRA, and they got all these international companies that they have to deal with when they stop, uh, start dropping Delta. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, in other words, Delta is probably doing something that's just business-wise for their company. That said, hey, we're America. We're in the spotlight right now. They're looking at us like, okay, what's our next move? Um, if they do, if they pull, pull this, you know, if they go this way, then I'm going to cut ties with, you know, this U.S. company and this and that. And, you know, if they go this way, then, you know what I mean? So that's probably one of the things that Delta's looking at from the business standpoint, that just dealing with the U.S. Because it's not, it's not the end all for them, just because, you know, they, they, they do, they're international. They have to, you know, they, they're looking out for their own net. And, you know, from a business standpoint, it's smart. funding cuts will stop some aspects of it as far as um you know the money that they're that they're receiving but the act itself i mean more so the walmart and dick's um sporting goods uh uh, aim of just you know uh banning assault weapons that's i think that that's the help that would help um you know our kids having metal detectors at their school I saw that uh, a school in Oklahoma, you know, has like these shelter, these bulletproof shelters now. They're testing yeah. this out. So yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but this is these are the this is the life that you know you know the times that we're living in, really. And it's it's yeah, just I want to make you walk through a metal detector and it has to go in a shelter. Yeah, I mean, I I I know for me growing up, we had metal detectors. There was a I don't know who got a tip. The, the cops said the school had got a tip that somebody was bringing a gun or bringing um, like a, a bomb or something. And 
it delayed us to getting off getting off the bus because the line was so backed up. But we had um, we had metal detectors. They were they were checking pretty thorough, and you know, I mean, you look back at it like, man, this is taking us forever to get inside the classroom. We won't be able to chill and do all the shit we did. But in react, you know, in actuality, they were really looking out for our safety. Um, you know. Yeah, like the um, for, like, like for instance, you know the shit that we um, like like Trump talking about if it if if it, if it was him, he would have gone back in without a weapon. Sure. Nobody's going into a building without a weapon. What were you going to do? What would you do? It's easy to say what you would have done. I mean, everybody can pass the test when the test is already done and you know the answers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not making excuses for the guy not going in there, but, you know, you don't know how you react when um, when fear is faced right in front of you like such. And I think... I you know what your job entails. First of all, you launched in that you knew... There's a possibility that this is that. And for them and the other dudes to not, you know, um, be scared shitless, yeah, they haven't had enough training or something. It's just, you know, mm-mm. Yeah. I wasn't doing That was And then the FBI knew about That's the thing, though. You have all these warnings and tips, and once again, nobody acted upon doing anything that could have prevented this from happening. Nobody did anything. And let me tell you, here in Nebraska, they handled it well. There was a kid that was making terrorist threats and stuff, and they nipped that, they in his butt right then and there before. It was just recently, right before he didn't even get to do anything. And mm-hmm. some other kids, same thing out here in Nebraska, they're in a juvenile detention right now because of that. Uh, and that's how it should be handled. When somebody gets a tip that somebody is possibly, you know, it's better safe than sorry. Even if it was a, oops, we, we, we made a mistake and it wasn't you, doesn't matter if they should speak it seriously. And this could have been avoided versus afterwards like, well, you know what? We, we had a we had a tip on this one. You know, we just, you know, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna stare lines through them. Aren't Go out there and get them and see what he's after, you know. Possibly they on all ends it was just the all wrong uh how it was things with him. Because this is something that could have been avoided. Yeah. Um He went to the house. They went to the house 39 times. I don't know what more you need to see. Yeah. 
but uh, you know, I mean, what's I mean, any nothing, nothing we say or or you know can change the fact that seventeen lives were lost because yeah. of you know someone's lack of um, you know attention to detail. Yeah, and, you know they preach. They preach that to us in the military in basic training as far as like attention to detail, how important this is. And, you know, there's no room to make a mistake because it can be a matter of life and death. And, yeah, um, gun get kicked out the gun range immediately. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they pay attention to that. You have to pay attention to details. You know. And I, one thing that, that kills me is these kids are, you know, they out here marching and stuff. I mean, whatever. What are they doing? Um, Jumping into uh, an, an, another interesting uh, topic for for the week, you know, Black Panther's been out what two weeks now, and um, you know, of course, you know it's a good good movie, and there was a lot of support from you know the black community, but I'm curious to know, in your opinion, why do you feel like? You know, when movies like Birth of a Nation, granted, it's a slave movie and uh, we're tired of seeing us as slaves, but it's a slave that writ that rose above, you know, the master, master you know, what I mean, so that others can be free. And um, same for, you know, the movie Detroit, which talks about, you know, the, the, the racial, um, you know, division that was going on in the 60s in the city of Detroit. So, uh, and like police, you know, the interaction with police, even back then, that plagues us to this day. So, why do you feel like there was, um, you know, more support coming from, uh, for Black Panther from the black community than uh, these these two, these movies, or either one of them? I don't know. I think that's because of the black superhero movie. And people like, oh, we've never had a black superhero movie. But, um, you there has there was a even though you know what is that Meteor Man? Nope. If you were born in the '90s, you were a Meteor Man. Nope. <laughs> that wasn't that was a, that was a parody. That was a parody movie. It was a parody, but it still was a Meteor Man. No. Nah. Um, <laughs> the handicapped man, you know, was quick. So, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but what I'm saying is, this is because it's just a black superhero movie that has an all black cast. And I think that's why it's different from all the other movies because it's not a slave movie. It's not showing a movie where um, they're not playing, the, you know, the gangsters. It's not a gangster movie. You know, um, it's, it's showing black people in a positive light. Not saying that there are there are plenty of movies that show black people in a positive light. Um, you know, it's, it's just this is just one of those things that everybody's like, wow. But um, then again, if you're like a Marvel Carlin fan. You see it a little differently. You don't see it as just another old first black superhero movie, yada yada yada. You're like, hey, it's the next Marvel movie, you know? 
the reason yeah i'm gonna piggyback a little bit off of what you said about why the black community got so behind um you know uh black panther black you know black panther is yes the first of its i would say the first of its kind in the sense of something of something you can take pride in and showing saying that hey you know we're you know we have a superhero there are people that look like me on the screen and they're doing something and it's serious and so you know granted it had a couple funny lines in it but you know you can take the character black panther serious and he wasn't uh he wasn't a gangster he wasn't a drug dealer he wasn't you know doing anything crooked he was a king you know i mean he's a king in africa you know so it's it's better to our kids to identify with that you know to see people that do look like them that um that holds such uh, merit um, as um, I, w- I would say as that character and the responsive and the responsibility that it really it takes to be, you know, the first black anything, you know, um, Sidney Poitier, you know, he told him about he told he talked to Jamie Foxx about that and just told, you know, just told Jamie Foxx about, you know, remember the responsibility that you have, uh, you know, from being the role of Ray Charles. And like how that, how great that, you know, that, 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 that is, you know, he was, yeah, it was awesome. It was a very, it was a very good movie. Um, he played Ray to a T from the course style piano to, you know, just being, you know, him being, you know, take, taking on the act of being blind. It was a great, it was a great film, but um, it's important for, uh, for us. You know, it shows what I saw with this is how powerful the black dollar is. Because if we made all of that, you know what I'm saying, uh, happen for Black Panther, we should be able to do that for a lot of, you know, um, yeah. movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, no no bootlegging, just, yo, check this out. We're going to yeah. watch this and, you know, get and help get these people paid. 
you know, so they can bring us more, you know, more stuff. You know, I know times get hard for a lot of folks, but we got to pull together and, you know, support, um, you know, support our black actors. And, you know, and obviously, because we, and that's not to single out, you know, from like white actors, like don't support white actors, but um, definitely they had a head start in a sense, you know, in a lot of ways um in our uh society so finding you know trying to trying to get black black people to come together and um you know get you know get things going i uh for themselves is uh it's very important the support that we give if we can support black panther we can support you know birth of a nation you know yeah we should support it doesn't matter what type of movie it is there's another one that's coming out um a wrinkle in time. Yeah, and that that you know again, a little black girl is the center of focus for this movie, and um, yeah. I think it's important that we go out um, and support that. And, we should. And okay, really, fun. another thing that I I want to um, you know stress into our community is picking up a book and reading. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. Like so many, so many hidden treasures are in reading. Um, you know, like you know, your your imagination is endless when you can read a story, and um, you learn so much about yourself and what what you see, and what the differences that someone else may see. So it's like you know, it's, I think it's amazing for. Exactly. Um, and with that being said, about black role models, it is Oscar season. And, um, you know, I don't know what you've seen recently with uh, in, mo- in the movie sense with uh, black actors. But what, um, you know, what do you I mean, let, let's not even talk about this year's, um, I would say, uh, uh, actors in movies. But like all together, you know, who do you see as like those black actors that really deserve that title of having an um, that uh, that reward of having an Oscar. What you've seen in um, in movies, you know. I'm granted we've gone to see a lot. Of shit, we used to see, you know, the Tyler Perry movies all the time together and shit. So um, we've seen a lot of you know black actors and actresses come up, and you know, just, and some of them not get their just due. Some of them had to be crooked you know, um, for them to get an Oscar, but, or, I mean, I just feel like there's a lot, for instance, I say Clifton Powell, um, you know, um, he was Andre on the, sh- on the TV show Rock, he was Pinky in, uh, the Friday series, he was, uh, you know, the, the dad on the brothers, he was the pastor, and oh, I forget what, I actually played the pastor many times, but the man is so versatile as an actor, I just really do, um, enjoy, um, watching, watching him and on, you know, on screen, and he's just, 
you know, he's he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think Angela Angela Bassett is overdue. She's been man, she's great. She is great. I don't. I just don't understand how. Yes, we have new actors and actresses that are good, but there's a lot of people that are like past. Angela Bassett is one of them. She is great. Um, yeah, I'm so surprised that, you know, they named these, I'm going to bring back the Black Panther. They had all these big actors and actresses, and I didn't even, because I didn't even look at the previews or nothing, but I did not know she was in the movie. Yeah. And I love her. She can And that's just, I was like, why? I didn't think, like, she's, she's so great, and yet she doesn't get what, it, what she deserves. Yeah. There are a lot of Posthumously, Tupac Shakur would uh, should have a um, an Oscar. To be to be honest, I mean, what the what he showed in Juice, you believed he was he, you believed he was Bishop. What he showed in Poetic Justice, um, you know what I'm saying? Above the Rim, gang related, you know, anything he's done, he was just uh, he was just phenomenal at what he did. Um, he was really good. And, and same with uh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes is another person that does not have a. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have. I don't think. I don't think Wesley has an Oscar yet. Yeah. And he. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he was Nino Brown to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not able to walk around without somebody calling him. He's like, this, this was it was over. Some bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know, I canceled that bitch. You know what I mean? Like, it's. <laughs> Yeah. 
he was uh he was all you know he was just awesome he's just an awesome actor um you know denzel should have got um oscars for a lot of movies long before uh oh, tra- training day oh. denzel was you denzel was so good man every time i see his face i'm like man this yeah, you know, Crimson Tide, Crimson Tide, he was awesome. Um, the uh, Pelican Brief, um, yeah. you know, he was, uh, he was just, you know, he's just amazing. John Q, he was great, and uh, he could have got it for Philadelphia. Um, there's just some, you know, so many deserving of that, you know. Uh, and he's a stage actor too, so you know that crossover appeal, which is awesome. thing but we're gonna go into this um so this transgender woman meaning boy to boy to uh to girl transformation um won a wrestling uh tournament for the second year straight but the tournament was a women's uh tournament so if uh no no i'm sorry a transgender boy that's where i that's where the confusion is it's a boy it went from a, a, a you know a boy went it's yeah a boy went from uh yeah from boy to to girl but they were in a a woman's um you know competition and won two years straight now as you know they have footage of it and as the you know the child raises you know her her hand um to be politically correct uh, she you know she got a countless number of booze and you know that I mean, and i and me personally i'm on i'm under the belief that if you wanted to be a woman uh you know you know no if you wanted to be a bo- um shit what is it a boy yeah that's right so as a woman went to a boy that's oh, that's where the confusion is okay so the transgender woman that went to it became a boy it became a man uh, in high school, won uh, a tournament. The only thing in the tournament was uh, a woman's uh, tournament. So if you are a boy, you should take on the full responsibilities of that being a boy. You should face, um, you should face men. I mean, you know, facing the men's competition, the girl, you know, the boys, and you know, the boys' competition versus the girls. 
Did he take hormones? Did he do the whole full surgery, hormones? Yeah, everything, all of that. And was he wrestling before he became a girl? I believe so. I don't, I don't know the backstory on that, but I do know that. Um, yeah. So the transgender. You're fighting that. He was wrestling before you converted over. Then now, I don't think that's a fair fight. <laughs> right. So I mean, I think that that is. Uh, I was like. I feel like they need to, excuse me, um, I don't think she should be able to um, wrestle, I don't think he should be able to wrestle unless he's wrestling boys, because you chose to be a boy. I don't get to change from uh, from guy to girl and decide that, um, you know, I'm going to, um, I don't know, take on women's uh, you know, like a book, yeah, like take on girls, tracking up, you know, made the trans, you know, the transition. So you should, you know, you should take on everything. Mm-hmm. I don't get to go into, you know, if I went from a boy to female, I don't get to go into the boys, um, bathroom, boys locker room anymore. I go into the girls. Yeah. You take on the full persona. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't have both. You can pick one or the other. You don't be, you think you want to be a girl? All right, then go and get that change. Wanna You know, the the young uh, boy, yeah, the boy <laughs> should be fighting, should be wrestling with boys. If you're going to take on the full thing, you don't get to pick and choose what parts you're taking with you, uh, Caitlin. Um, you know, I feel like that's that's probably that's probably the best thing. So, with that being said, um, before we get to uh, you know Sugar's rant of the you know the show, more um, rant of the week. The there's been you know Wendy Williams made a statement about this on her show as far as like Beyonce needing requiring auto tune and like uh, you know the fact that and Beyonce uh, basically needs assistance in singing and carry you know carrying a tune but um, yeah. no, this is my stance and this is for all you Beehive members Ebony included um, be of the uh, I put. Beyonce in the same category as female dancers that sing. Um, so Sierra, J Lo, um, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go with those two. Uh, and Janet, Jan, Janet Jackson. I put them all in, you know, the same. They're in the same room, but of those in that room, Beyonce sings, uh, I believe, the best to me. So. Uh, and I'm not saying that, like you know, she can she can sing the national anthem. She'll give you that. I'll give her that much, Fergie. Um, you know, she'll go as far as you know she can sing the national anthem. Um, but am I putting her out there with um, you know if it's a ballad, if it's like Celine Dion, if it's Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey? Um, I would go with Jennifer Hudson before I would go with Beyonce. 
that is my stance on that. And so does she have a great singing voice? She, yes, she has a great singing voice, but I don't think it's uh, in the, I wouldn't put it in that class of Whitney, Mariah, Aguilera, Hudson. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just my stance. So Beehive member, Sugar, let me have it. Yo, Sugar. Star search, star search. She always has star appeal, you know. take offense to it um <laughs> but I, I just you know I'm She's an entertainer, in my eyes. In my eyes, she's an entertainer, and she can she can carry a she can carry a note. What does she need? Auto tune, according to like Wendy Williams. I don't know necessarily. Not necessarily. I won't go that far to say that she needs auto tune. Ashanti maybe. Ashanti is more. I think Ashanti's a better writer than she is a uh, songwriter than she is a singer. In today, that's just me. stem from hatred for whatever reason uh, you know just having to say having something to say that's why they, these stars won't ever be on these shows because they're that big and that would make them you know that that would rub off on on them um but never nevertheless beyonce you are um you are you are amazing you know and i'm saying you look good as a motherfucker but um, all music wise, you are, uh, you know, you've, you've done, a, you've done a lot too. So much, uh, much respect to the queen, but yeah, it's that time, Suge, for, um, you know, your, uh, your, your rant of the week. So what exactly are you going to, uh, rant about today? My rant? I wasn't having, uh, I, I was having my kid bugging me right here. Somebody about to get whooping. I'm, uh, we know you're hungry. 
Phoenix, uh, Karumbe, the uh, Mike, the crew, everybody. Um, like I said, you know we're pulling for um, for Rose. So you know when this airs, you know this is before any we've got any information. But definitely say you know say a prayer and keep it you know keep your head up, Rose. We pulling for you, dog. But other than that, we out. Peace. Say Metro by T-Mobile, got the best deal in wireless, and it's all for you, all for me. Just switch quickly, because Metro has two lines for 80, and two Samsung Galaxy J7 Star phones for free, plus Amazon Prime included. That's the way wireless should be, only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. $50 plus rate plan required. Not valid for numbers currently on T-Mobile Network or on Metro in past 90 days. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.